been listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're going jolly out there today. It's a gorgeous, sunny SoCal morning here, and I have a special guest for you today, Mr. John Jensen, and he'll be up in just a minute. I can't wait to introduce you to him. We're going to have a really fun show today. So today we're going to talk about the study of the colored portion of your iris as it relates to body systems, and that's otherwise known as iridology. And iridology has been a study that I've incorporated into my healing work and is now fairly automatic to everything I do and actually everyone I meet. (laughs) So yes, if you meet me, I am looking in your iris. (laughs) But I am looking forward to today's show because on today's show, John Jensen is going to read my iris. So I'm going to expose myself to you all. But This is a great study, and it's a tremendous modality in the world of natural healing. And his grandfather, Bernard Jensen, was sort of the the person who founded iridology, well, not only across the world, but certainly made his mark in science here in the U.S. And for those of us that are natural healers, herbalists, and anyone interested in their own body systems... Bernard Jensen's books and charts were critical to the study of that, and his passion for that and teaching it around the world was unprecedented. So we're going to dig into that. But first up, I'd just like to um, shout out to everybody that's listening. Thank you so much for listening worldwide. We see you out there. I do see you in all those great countries. Thank you to everybody. I know there's a ton of listeners now in the UK, and shout out to Ireland because all the people over there who are listening in, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. And if you guys have questions and would like to ask about any of the shows, please contact me directly at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And otherwise, you can follow along on the Facebook page. And today, if you go to the Facebook page for Making Life Brighter, I've posted an iridology chart. And that would be like a grid that you can put over the iris to see what we're going to be talking about. So we've been doing some great shows recently, and we have more great shows upcoming. Uh, We've been doing our series, Conversations in Consciousness, with Commander-in-Chief Russell-J. Colin Gould, and he has been knocking the socks off the numbers on this show. I tell you what, people all over the world are listening to those shows, and if you haven't heard those shows, I invite you to go back and listen, because he's slated to do some very big performances upcoming in the world And they're going to make your jaw drop. So I know. I have the inside scoop. The other night we went on uh, the Rex Bear Show. And if you want to look up the Rex Bear Show, you can see us, all three of us, Sergeant Robert Horton, Commander-in-Chief Russell-J. Colin Gould, and myself talking about the topic that uh, he has given performances on. So I invite you to even go and check out that. And if you would like to, you can follow us along on Facebook. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our fabulous and amazing guest and colleague that I'm so, so, so happy to know and have on our show today, Mr. John Jensen. Welcome, John. 
Thank you, Winifred. Thank you for being with us today, and thank you for coming and sharing your expertise in iridology and all the wonderful things you're doing. And you are embarking on some great things. You're taking your grandfather's legacy right now, and you're bringing it forward into the world by republishing all of his books and booklets on Amazon, right? Yes. Tell us a little bit about exactly what it is that's motivated you to do that and why it is that you're doing that. Well, years ago, growing up on the ranch, uh, if you would go into the office, they always had these uh, booklets available. And uh, the 21 different booklets, um, a lot of people remember on the covers and and I think they were back in those times only like a dollar a piece. Anyway, I over the year last few years I've been thinking uh, that they weren't going to be republished, uh, and uh, they really you can't find them out there. So I um, just embarked on putting them all together, and uh, it's been you know a few years working on them and stuff. But uh, it's pretty rewarding as far as uh, something that uh, I feel like I've accomplished uh, putting my grandfather's work back out there and. And uh, now they're all available up on Amazon. Well, John has his own um, holistic practice, and you can check it out at John Jensen, or excuse me, JensenHolisticHealth.com. So if you go to JensenHolisticHealth.com, you can check out John's practice and what it is that he does. And he focuses on nutrition. He uses iridology. What are the other modalities that you like to incorporate in your practice, John? Well, uh, one thing, I'm a certified master hypnotherapist, so uh, do a little bit of uh, work as far as emotional work or if anybody has anything other than health that they want to work on, we do that as well. Sometimes I find that goes hand in hand. And uh, I also have uh, a background in sclerology, so sometimes I'll work on the white part of the eye, um, emotional work. I've done RAID with Denny Johnson, so... We might look at the different emotional aspects of the eye. And so I try to encompass uh, different modalities uh, to kind of pinpoint actually a health, healthy lifestyle, nutrition, and what somebody needs. That's wonderful. And so if people wanted to um, understand why it is you're really taking so much time to republish all these, they have to really put in perspective who your grandfather was. Can you frame that for us a little bit? Because it's obviously shaped your world into being someone who's dedicated their life to helping others as well. Well, he did publish, well, most of uh, the stuff about him, his biography on his books, say he published over 60 books. But actually, uh, he published well over 100 publications, uh, so including books, uh, booklets, uh, including videos, cassette tapes, and he also had an Iridology International magazine that he published, a uh, quarterly edition for several years. And so, you know, he was quite prolific. He put out a lot of information. And so, you know, he was one of the last real pioneers um, of the greats and the healing arts, that, you know, that basic right living and nutrition. And so I just feel like that needs to be kept alive, especially in this day and age when there's so much... Uh, so much stuff out there to choose from. Yeah, there are a lot of modalities, aren't there? Why do you feel iridology is one of the ones that you prefer to use and that you incorporate? What does it do for your well, of practice? Course I, of, of course, I grew up with it. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. <I've taken> many, <laughs> I, I took many of his classes. Um, 
I even took a class when he was over in Hawaii. I mean, I just followed him around and, uh, you know, studied and learned that and, and then expanded on it by uh, taking classes from other uh, iridologists, learning constitutional iridology and things like that. So I just, whenever I counsel somebody, I use that as uh, a modality to get to pinpoint where some areas are that I can work with somebody. You know, it gives me a, a baseline and... Uh, a lot of people are interested as well to see if it matches up with things that they already know. Now, we had Ellen on the show when we first started out in the show, and she was amazing and, and shared her take on different things. We talked about lymph system and different herbs, and there are different ways in which to use iridology. What's your preferred chart and what's your preferred way? Well, I still use my grandfather's chart, even though I know there's uh, newer updated charts, um, but, uh, and I, I study those too, but uh, I just like to go back to the basic uh, iridology chart of my grandfather's because I, I mean, I grew up with that. And uh, basically, I, I don't go down a shopping list of things that I see in the eye because there's a lot of things that you can, you can see. Um, I, I mostly go for uh, major things, uh, constitutional things, things that start coming together. So if I start seeing something that's uh, in the chart that's showing up more than once, a kidney area or something like that, then I, I, I move towards that. And um, I'll, I'll do a little bit of herbs. Uh, I, I don't do, I'm not like an herbologist, but I do some herbs with people if it seems like it's necessary. Um, of course, certain supplementation, uh, things my grandfather always talked about, skin brushing, chlorophyll, things like that. Um, just mostly trying to get people to eat right and look at what they're eating. Most people I find, uh, that's why I wrote my nutrition book, because most people don't even know where to start. Now, your nutrition book has just come out. It's called A Simple Guide to Healthy Living. And people can find right. that on your website and also on Amazon? Yes, on both. Okay, great. And so when you, when you focus on nutrition... How do you feel that can actually affect the iris? First of all, for those people out there that don't know what iridology is, there's an argument out there among herbalists and iridologists that say, some people say irises are only two colors. They're brown and blue. And others say that there's a little variation to that. What's your take on that? Well, even in constitutional iridology, um, and even my grandfather, they, there is the idea that there's a mixed uh, and, and it's it's all called biliary, which is a liver, gallbladder, constitution. Uh, you know, the pigmentation of the eye is an interesting thing, and it's like you said, it's uh, kind of a still need to be researched, but uh, I, I believe that there is, is that possibility. I don't think that we should uh, box in any hard and fast rule about anything. We should be open to research and new information if it's available. And so the iris, of the opinion that there's blue and there's brown eyes, do you believe that? Well, I mean, the basic idea is that we all came from kind of a brown eye because of the pigmentation over the eye layer. Uh, the pigmentation layer is over, and it's kind of a protectant as well uh, from the sun and different things. So, I mean, over the years, the, the thought is that um, genetically the, there's less and less pigmentation, and just because of the less pigmentation, the eye appears blue. Uh, it's not really blue. It just appears that way, like we look out into the ocean and see it might look blue. It's the same kind of uh, uh, thing that we're that, seeing. That's fascinating. I'd never heard that. That's amazing. 
So uh, when you were young, did you look in the mirror and look at your eyes because your grandfather was into this? Did you look at yourself and yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the first time I, I got slides of my eyes and, and pictures, I was fascinated uh, because of the <laughs> chart and, and everything. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Of course, then finding things wrong with you is, isn't always nice either. So. Well, at least you can correct them because you can see it, right? So there are things that can be corrected before they get out of hand. And, and let me just make a point. In sclerology, they say that you can see things that are coming into the system. Do you feel that's true? You know, uh, you know, I've studied with Leonard Balmari. He, uh, he's really big in the sclerology research. And uh, I tend to believe that, uh, you know, the sclera actually reflexes out uh, things that are going on maybe within uh, six months. So I think it's an important adjunct to the, you know, to looking into the eye and seeing where somebody's at it for sure. And so the, the sclerology is the study of the white of the eye, just to be clear for people listening. And iridology is a study of the colored portion of your iris. And it's like a time clock. I don't know about sclerology. I'm not a sclerologist. But the time clock grid, like the chart that I posted on the Making Life Brighter page, you can go check that out. That's a Bernard Jensen eye chart. And you could technically lay that over an eye and see all the organ systems in the whole eye. Now, what do you feel about there being um, a division in eyes, like there's the heart is only on one eye in the left eye versus the right eye? Because technically, you know, like your liver, you only have one and it's on your right side of your body. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, even, you know, there's thought of the liver is on still on a little bit of uh, the other side of the body. And, you know, it's I, I think... The, the idea of the heart being on both sides, but the heart's only on my grandfather's chart. And I, I think his, his thing was, let's, let's get down to how to help people. You know, uh, it's nice to do the research and, and be exacting, but um, I, don't, I don't think that's quite as important as getting down to uh, what's, what's really going on with somebody. But certainly the heart, you know, should be on both, both sides of the, the chart. And so this chart... Do you find it to be very accurate when you look into people's eyes? Can you really map the eye well by looking at this chart as if you were going to put it over the eye? Yeah, I, I use a grid. I use my grandfather's grids. And I, I find that it's, uh, in general, it's just a really good uh, way to get started with somebody because, like I said, most people come to me, they don't even know about iridology. And second, they don't know where to start as far as getting started in, in a healthy path. So I don't, you know, for research purposes, uh, yeah, it, it probably isn't the best, but it's a good way for me to just uh, look at somebody in general and get a really good read on somebody. And what do you see more often in brown eyes as an issue people need to kind of keep an eye on? What's more common than not in brown eyes? Well, in constitutional iridology, they call it hematogenic, which is hema blood. So, I, you know, you're looking at uh, maybe uh, uh, anything that goes on with the blood, uh, circulation, uh, you know, those types of things. Uh, maybe the kidneys, how they're uh, filtering the blood through anemia. So, yeah, certainly the brown eye, you're looking for something that's a little different than you would be uh, in a blue eye. And what do you think is more common in a blue eye? I 
find in the blue eye, it's more lymphatic. So you're looking at maybe, uh, you know, colds, uh, mucus, you know, things like that in the uh, skin. Uh, maybe a person has more of a tendency towards arthritis, kidneys, that kind of thing. And so why would that be the case? Why would there be a differential, do you think, between brown and blue-eyed people and what they experience more often as symptoms? Well, that's a, that's a good thought. And, you know, I, I still think it's up to some research. But then when you look at the way the world's mapped out, you know, there's a, a large portion of brown-eyed people in certain areas and more blue-eyed people in other areas. Just like our blood types kind of evolved from the O type, uh, you know, to the AB, the A, and, the, you know, that kind of thing. You, I think you have that going on genetically. So I partly think it has to do with uh, where people come from, their cultures and stuff like that. I, but I still think, people, you know, there's, that's up to a lot of research. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and when we come back, John's going to read my iris and tell me where my weakened spots are in my system and what it is I need to work on and improve on. And these pictures of my iris were sent over just two, two days ago or so, so they're current. And we're going to jump in and I'm going to reveal myself to you and, and let him take a look and see what he finds within my systems. And you can check out some of the booklets he's doing and some of the work that he's doing on Amazon.com and you can look it up. Also, you can go to his website at www.jensenholistichealth.com. So you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we'll be back with more John Jensen right here. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. 
And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Thank you all for listening. I hope you're going jolly today. We have special guest, John Jensen, and he is here. He's a holistic practitioner down in San Diego. Well, I don't know. Is it Escondido? Is that where you are? Yeah. Are you down in Escondido? Yeah. And uh, he specializes in iridology, and his grandfather was Bernard Jensen, who was the grandfather of iridology and the person that basically took his research about the study of the colored portion of the iris and took it far and wide out into the world. And thankfully, those of us that have been studying it have had that information along the way. And John is carrying that on and carrying on his legacy with books that he had written. And he's republishing those on Amazon right now. So they're available on Kindle and on Amazon. And you can get them and and learn more about it by going to JensenHolisticHealth.com. But... What we're going to do now is I'm going to reveal myself to you by letting him read my iris (laughs) and tell you what's going on in my body that I need help with. So, John, tell us what you found. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready, and and I'm bracing myself. And for all of you out there that want to look at this chart while he's doing this, um, I didn't put my eye picture up there for you to see. But you can see the chart that he's going to also use and refer to right and left eye on the Making Life Brighter Facebook page. So it shows a grid of all your body systems. And basically, you'd put your eye underneath that chart and see what it looks like. But go ahead. So the main thing, the first thing that I see is uh, you have a blue eye. And uh, that's typically, uh, you know, lymphatic, like we were talking about. And so the potential characteristics uh, for that, like I said, were maybe uh, mucus, uh, you know, when you get a cold, you get a lot of congestion, um, you know, skin, um, you know, arthritis type of stuff. Uh, Maybe kidneys are overstressed, adrenals, uh, that kind of thing. Well, I wouldn't doubt that. After the fires out here in California, I think all that's probably true. I've definitely had a mucus issue since I went back home after the fire and breathed in all the toxic air, it, I thought it would kill me, to be honest with you. And luckily, I knew modalities and uh, remedies to use to clear my system. I probably need to do it again, but it's, it was rough. So, yes, I've had a lot of mucus because of the smoke from the fire and all the toxins like melted refrigerators and you know, whatever else was floating around in the air that I probably breathed in. Right. Well, some good things for that, too, is like uh, raw apple cider vinegar. Uh, Bragg's is great. Um, you can uh, use some mullen or mullen tea. Uh, mullen, or you can get it in capsule form. It's very good for the lungs. And uh, mm-hmm. some echinacea, good for your lymph. And uh, maybe some some sort of goat whey is always good. My grandfather always talked about uh, the goat whey from Mount Campra. Uh, yeah. I don't know if uh, you uh, interested in any kind of lymphatic massage, maybe that kind of thing. Oh, Definitely yes. Exercise. And my grandfather always talked about like the mini trampoline. He was famous for doing that in his videos and his, <laughs> his trampoline jumping around and doing exercises. Uh, you know, and that moves the lymph on the upper body. Whereas walking, you do a lot of lower body lymph, moving it along. And the lymph is really important because it's kind of like the septic system of the body. So if you don't have a a septic or sewer system, like in a city or in the country, 
you have to get rid of that waste. So the lymph is really important, and that has to do with the blue eye. All right. Well, what else do you see in my eye? Um, you also have uh, what they call a scurfram or what my uh, grandfather called uh, a skin uh, skin ring, scurfram. And so it's also there again, it's the kidneys uh, can be overstressed. Um, you could have skin disorders, maybe acne when you're younger or, or even now, uh, eczema, things like that. And so that goes kind of actually goes along with the lymphatic blue eyes. So you uh, would probably want to get a skin brush if you don't already. I use a dry skin brush from Bernard Jensen Products. They still produce it. And I dry skin brush uh, every morning and at night as well because it will help you relax. So you just skin brush your body, uh, your legs and your arms and your back. And uh, that, that helps the skin to eliminate because it's actually been called the third kidney and you probably release close to 10 pounds or two pounds of toxins uh, a day to sweat and skin elimination. So it's a good thing to help your skin. That's why people get acne or stuff in the face because it's open to the air. We wear a lot of clothing and stuff during the day. So um, the body knows that that's a place to get rid of it. So I also suggest to people uh, like a complexion brush, which you can also get uh, through um, our Jensen products. So those, those things I use every day, uh, I find I've had some amazing results from it. Um, I've had a, like a brown spot that was on my forehead just completely go away. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely a benefit. And it was always something that my grandfather talked about. Neat. Neat. Well, that's fun. Anything else that you see? Yeah, you have uh, what they call lipemic diathesis. It's a kind of a whitish uh, ring around the color part of your iris. So um, what that is, is it can be a calcium cholesterol ring. It can, you know, it can be, uh, you know, part of some deposits, things like that. So um, I would... Usually it goes with somebody maybe has high cholesterol or you know, fats in the blood, um, that kind of thing. And it could be, you know, something to look at as far as cardiovascular um, for when you get, as you get older. Uh, and of mm-hmm. course, the thing with that is to watch your diet and uh, your cholesterol levels, uh, what you're eating, uh, that kind of thing. Um, so far, my cholesterol levels are in really good range. But good. I would say probably... The stress of the fire probably affected my circulatory more than anything. Actually, I would I would venture to say from what I experienced, the chemical toxins that I breathed in were probably the worst thing ever. That stressed right. my, my heart, my body. I could feel it. That was tough. Yeah. That, I'm sure there will be a lot of people that didn't do the things that I did or suggested to the rest of the city to try and they'll have long-term issues because those things, those toxins were heavy duty and they got lodged in people's systems. And I kind of worry about that. So, yeah. Thank you for, for sharing. Anything else? Is there anything else that I've... Um, yeah, constitutionally, you have kind of a neurogenic sub, subtype. So, um, it's just your... Uh, it's not a bad thing. Actually, it's really good. You have a good constitution. So, you do bounce back pretty good from if you have any kind of sickness or, or you know, something's going on, any inflammation, um, means that you're 
you know, uh, characteristic of be a hard worker. Um, you know, you're always there. You're always on time. You, you know, uh, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty, uh, determinate in what you're doing. And, uh, the thing is with that though, you have a tendency or people with this type have a tendency towards being overstimulated, coffee, uh, sugar, uh, drinks, things like that. And, uh, so it's good to be aware of that and just, you know, cut back on that. Of course, that's a good, you know, that's a good thing to do no matter what. But, um, you know, and then skin brushing helps with that and not eating too late, not too many heavy proteins at night, that kind of thing. Wow, thank you. Well, that's wonderful. I, I think that's great. I think that's true. I'll have to look at the, um, I can see the scurfrim part. The It's a darker. Uh, Very dark very dark around the edge, and I noticed that come out post-fire more, if that makes any sense. I did. Yeah. And also, uh, on the chart, if people are following along, down at the bottom of both of your eyes, around, uh, on the left eye, kind of around maybe a little in towards 7 o'clock from 6 to 7, and uh, 6 to 5 on the right eye, you have some kidney area stuff going on. And uh, mm-hmm. so then again, there, there's your kidneys and uh, a little bit of adrenal. So you have a little bit of adrenal weakness. So then, you know, what I do is I start seeing that going on. And then I'm like, okay, well, then we kind of need to focus on what you're eating and, you know, the, the blood and uh, what we can do for your kidneys. Well, for my, my adrenals, I can feel that they're weak from all of this stuff. What I started doing since vitamin C is a another um, good way to support adrenals. I have not taken licorice root or anything like that, but what I have done is I started making pitchers of water with oranges, real oranges and orange juice in it and and drinking that water throughout the day. And I supplement, of course, with herbs. I also supplement with vitamin C. And sometimes because of the fire, I've done high doses of vitamin C for short spurts. And trying to give my adrenals a little more support. But what do you suggest for adrenals? Um, I would also suggest uh, maybe liquid chlorophyll. I mean, I put it in my water all the time, too. Like a glass of 8-ounce glass of water, a teaspoon of liquid chlorophyll. Grandfather always said, if you're green inside, you're clean inside. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And chlorophyll is pretty close to the makeup of the blood. Not to say that that's you know, that will clean your blood, but uh, it, do, it do, is very helpful. And uh, the way uh, Bernard Jensen products produce it, it actually uh, has a way, the way he puts it together, to go straight into uh, helping the different cells, the cellular structure of the body. So where can people buy those products, the Bernard Jensen products? Right now, uh, it's available at uh, bernardj.com. Mm-hmm. But I think he working on uh, another website, but that's where people can find them right now. So what kinds of things are offered there? Um, a lot of my grandfather's uh, products that he used to have as far as like alfalfa tablets, which is really, really good, not only for, uh, you know, the bowel, it's fiber moving things along, but it's got uh, basic nutrition in there, uh, so very similar to the chlorophyll. That was one of the things my grandfather always told every, everybody that came in was alfalfa. They always walked out with 
the same thing. Alfalfa <laughs> tablets, skid brush, uh, you know, vitamin, vitamin C, uh, you know, uh, just the, the basics. But that was definitely one of the things that he, he had everybody do. You know, I found it hard to find alfalfa in the grocery stores. They took it, they started taking it out of the stores. That You would have alfalfa broccoli sprouts or something, but you didn't have plain alfalfa sprouts. It's harder to find them today. It's not the same. That's interesting interesting you say that. I I was, I noticed that in the health food stores, you you don't find alfalfa sprouts or uh, sesame seed or anything like that, like you used to all the time. And I don't know why. So I, you know, I sprout my own stuff, but it is interesting that you, that you said that. I, I don't see that as much either. Yeah, it's kind of like somebody else knew it was really good for us too, and it sort of disappeared. And there's hybrid versions of it, but not the straight alfalfa. In fact, um, in the past, you're down there in Southern California, and uh, I know I've attended the Optum Health Institute periodically, where they do the wheatgrass and all that. One of their diets is eating alfalfa sprouts completely and they just think that alfalfa sprouts sprouted alfalfa is really really good for you and I could tell you that after doing that I really did feel really good (laughs) it it was wonderful so alfalfa tablets are still found at bernardj.com yes great and uh, he has liquid chlorophyll he has uh, vitamin c he has some of the, uh, the older products Although, unfortunately, some of the products kind of uh, fell off by the wayside as far as uh, either, you know, the cost or uh, not, a, not available. Uh, a lot of people like the old broth seasoning and, and uh, liquid dolts, which was iodine. But um, I've actually considered down the road possibly bringing some of that stuff back. Well, that would be great. Now, we could really stand to have as much information available to us for all the things that we could use and utilize, particularly with all the stresses today, the EMFs, the new 5G that's been going out. And if everybody goes back and listens to the 5G show, you'll learn a little bit more about why. As a matter of fact, just before the show, we had someone come in here to talk about the 5G and their fight against the 5G because it may very well interrupt our body systems. So the more healthy we can eat and input those things which will help us, the more we have immunity against the things that are bombarding us. So your work is so critical because you're really focused on food and you're focused on the things that you grew up around. And when you were growing up, did your grandfather have healthy food all the time? Did he, did he you know, support his belief system in how to eat? Sure. Um, well, early on, we uh, lived on the ranch a couple of times uh, there was a cafeteria there, and the cafeteria there is just amazing. It's, it, it was like a small uh, soup plantation or something, but you would go in there, and they had, I mean, everything. It was basically vegan. There wasn't any, any meat, and you could get all kinds of, you know, shredded beets, shredded carrots, you know, celery, every, all your vegetables. Uh, they had soups, uh, fresh goat's milk from the goats. They had fresh carrot, carrot juice from the – he grew his own carrots organically uh, on his property, uh, so, yeah, growing up, um, we really got a taste of uh, that kind of lifestyle. And uh, even later when I worked with him, uh, he, you know, Marie, his wife, would always have every meal, that you know, lunch and dinner. It was always shredded beets and shredded carrots in a little bowl. And, and, uh, and he had his salad. And, 
he always had a, a some sort of drink there, you know, that was uh, blended up with a bunch of stuff in it. So yeah, he he really did uh, live that lifestyle. Well, I think that's so important because you kind of need to do the things that you're telling other people in which they can benefit as well. And you know, we know so many different things today. The internet is a place where we can go and grab information. But what's so wonderful is at the time your grandfather did all this, there was no internet. And he published so many publications. How did he ever find time to do all that research? Well, a lot of, if you read a lot of the books, well, that, that's why I wanted to put the booklets out first. Because if you, I, I got the sense early on when I was researching uh, that and researching to do my own book, uh, because I thought the uh, same thing. How did he write over 60 books? Um, so the booklets uh, are kind of what I look at as kind of a precursor to uh, the books that he wrote. So one, bo- one booklet's on, you know, uh, health with natural remedies. Another one's about the heart and the circulatory system. Another booklet's uh, about the slant board. So all the booklets uh, actually turn into books later on. And I thought that was pretty genius because... They were like his, um, his summary cliff notes before he actually got into the big books. But we have to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with more John Jensen right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. You can go to John... Excuse me, I keep saying that. You can go to JensenHolisticHealth.com and learn more about John's practice. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. 
Now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. We're speaking today with John Jensen, and he's a holistic practitioner that is the grandson of Bernard Jensen. And Dr. Bernard Jensen has published or written over 60 books, and uh, his grandson, John, now is republishing those out on Amazon, and you can check those out. You can go to JensenHolisticHealth.com and learn more there. And we were in the middle of uh, talking about some of his grandfather's work and how he found the time to do that. Because, you know, he was out traveling and speaking so much about his work. And we were saying that when we went to break that he kind of did these smaller booklets and then they all ended up in volumes. And they were. They're like medical books, aren't they, John? They're almost like medical textbooks. Yes, he did a lot of research, um, you know, looking up stuff. Uh, A lot of the stuff in the books, uh, you know, have technical terms in there about maybe what the, the renal system, you know, the kidneys, that kind of thing. So, he, yeah, he put a lot of work into it. Uh, he And then he had Sylvia, too. Um, it was kind of his, uh, you know, Girl Friday. She was uh, his right-hand person. And she helped a lot uh, with putting things together. And then, of course, he would have ghostwriters come in and, and kind of help. But, you know, overall, I mean, he would stay up till 2 or 3 in the morning sometimes working on that, uh, on his books, because... I think that he was driven, and uh, he just wanted to get as much information out there on different every different topic he could find. I mean, he he wrote about everything, you know, goat's milk, garlic, and herbs, everything you could think of. I think that's so cool. What what are some of the tenets that you took away, not only growing up around him, like if you had five things that you remember, what what are those five things that he really impressed upon you? Um, well, the first thing, it was interesting when he did my eyes um, and went over them with me when the very the first time, uh, you know, the, the thing that always sticks out is the oat straw tea. Uh, it's kind of interesting because it was high in what he called silicon. Uh, but, I, but nowadays you can get silica uh, in the health food stores in liquid form. So I take that. But he was really big on that. He was also big on uh, the alfalfa tabs for me uh, for the digestion and stuff like that. And the other thing that really impressed me was the skin brushing. So I've done that over the years. I really feel like that is something that is, is really benef- beneficial. Another thing when I'd go walking and hiking with him on the ranch, we did the, what he called the sniff breathing. And uh, he learned it early on. It's, uh, you're, as you're walking briskly, you take three breaths in. Like, and then you take, uh, for three steps, you take like three or four steps, you take a breath out. And it's to concentrate on your lungs and bringing in the breath and oxygen into the body and expanding your lungs while you're walking and then breathing that out. And I thought that was always very beneficial. Uh, Another thing that, um, you know, always intrigued me at first, but it's been something I've done my whole life and is uh, squatting while going to the bathroom. And a lot of, a lot of people don't like to talk about that kind of stuff, but you know, um, I find that, you know, first thing in the morning, um, I have no problem uh, going and then uh, during the day. And I, th- I attribute that to that because I feel like that really helps uh, to, have, to have a bowel movement. And that was his big thing. And that also, if you, he talked to anything about any inflammation, any health problem, your lungs, anything, the first thing he talked about is you have to have regular bowel movements. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. You know, when I was learning iridology, um, at the time I was young and super fit. I was a personal trainer. I was top athlete. And I had a root canal problem in the upper right molar of my mouth. And I was learning iridology. And I was looking at this going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can see that there's a weakness here. And there's a weakness in my right lymph in my breast area and in my colon I was tracing it all back there, <laughs> and I right. took it to my dentist, <laughs> yeah, right. who thought I was a whack job from somewhere. I'm like, I'm telling you, I have a problem. No, you look really good. Everything's healthy, you know. And well, it doesn't see. I said there is a problem. <laughs> and exactly. So, <laughs> I did. I did that, and he thought I had like uh, some kind of neurological disorder, but in fact, I proved it true. And when he got in there and opened it all up, he's like, wow, as soon as that happened and they opened it all up, all those symptoms went away. All the symptoms in the colon, all the symptoms in the lymph breast, all of that went away from my root canal. And so that really put me in a direction of looking at the chart and checking out the things and saying, aha, okay. And then being able to test that with kinesiology and so forth. So, you know, he, he was so into colon health. And if only medical systems would kind of employ that a little bit more and looking at the whole body instead of different pieces and parts, he was always interested in tissue health. So talk a little bit about how he felt about tissue health that you were aware of. Well, one of his most, actually his most, uh, you know, sold book, I think it sold well over 500,000 copies, was his Tissue Cleansing Through Bowel Management. And, you know, it was basically the book basically was about like a seven-day cleanse. And, you know, you'd get a Kalema board, uh, kind of like an enema. But, and then while you're on this seven-day cleanse, you wouldn't eat, but you would take a lot of uh, supplements like liquid chlorophyll and herb tablets and, and uh, things to, you know, help clean out the bowel. And he would get people, you know, that, that kind of tissue cleansing, that deep cl- tissue cleansing. I mean, I saw people go in a wheelchair up to the, to the ranch, uh, and start that, and by the end they were walking around, and you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to imagine that because most people don't you know they, it's hard for them to to think that that can happen, but uh, saw just tremendous healings just from that idea, just from cleaning the tissues, cleaning the bowels, um, you know, skin brushing. Of course, he would do a lot of the skin brushing uh, and that kind of thing. So, you know, growing up and around that and seeing what you might call a miracle, uh, certainly cleaning out the bowels, you know, and he studied from Dr. Kellogg and, and all the uh, other greats. And he realized that that was, that was the main area to take care of first for everything. And so when you look in my eye, what do you see about that? What, what, what else do Uh, you see? Well, your collarette, which is the, uh, kind of the ring around the bowel area. Yours is a little bit, sporadic like it goes in and out and so um, it's kind of it's not easy to say exactly like that you're prone to maybe uh, constipation or not but uh, you know definitely uh, would be something that you should be taking care of and focusing on Um, you know a regularity most people you know the doctors will tell somebody that you know to go to the bathroom every three days is normal it's not normal wow that's not normal you should go <laughs> yeah no you should go every day i mean 
I mean, you feed your dog, and what does it do? It goes outside and goes to the bathroom. I mean, you know, it's like, not that we're, we're animals, but it's like, you know, our basic makeup is we should be eliminating uh, at least uh, once or twice a day uh, the food that we're eating. Right. I, I do do that. And, but also, I know a lot about herbology, so I am always employing different things. And I eat quite a bit of fiber. Um, so I think, you know, I, I just want to say to people that when I started out doing all this research and going into the holistic field, um, I was, I had hazel eyes, not blue eyes. I had hazel eyes on my birth certificate. I had hazel eyes. And I took this stuff called, at the time, it was called Bowel Build. And it's a Nature Sunshine product that's now called Bowel Detox. And I took it three, three times a day for an entire year. And I was very fit, very athletic, you know, eating well. But I had always had sort of a weakness in that area my whole life. And after I did that for a year, my eyes turned blue. And they've never gone back to hazel, ever. They've been blue, blue, and when I meditate more, they're really blue. But when I'm, I'm clear and my colon is clean, they're really blue. When it's not as clean, they look kind of gray. It's, a, it's interesting, but they've never turned back to green or hazel. They've always been blue after that. And I still take care of that. I still, I still look after that. Isn't that interesting? It's a, who would have thunk? <laughs> well, well I, I find that. I, I find that a lot in and people that, you know, start taking care of themselves. In fact, my grandfather always said, come back in six months, you know, or, or a year so we can take a look at your eyes and do a checkup. And, you know, unfortunately, people think, well, everybody wants, you know, instant gratification, especially these days. They, they want it free and, and yesterday. But the thing is, you know, it takes 20 years, 10 years to, to build up an inflammation or a cancer or a disease. You know, you can't do it. You can't fix it overnight. So, you know, there's a, it's a process. It's a journey. Uh, so when I work with people, I'm just telling them, you know, look, uh, be patient. Um, you know, you don't don't expect in, in a month or two your eyes are going to clear up and, and be bright and sparkly. But, you know, eventually um, you're going to see those kinds of changes, obviously, anyway, because the tissue and the t- changes in the eyes. Um, you, you know, you know when you see somebody that's healthy and <laughs> they got bright eyes and they're sparkly and uh, you can just tell. And you can tell some, when somebody just doesn't take care of themselves and and their their eyes are dull and dark. So absolutely. And so I think this study is so important and I just am so happy that you're taking his work and putting it back out there because the booklets that he had are just fascinating. Even if you're not interested in becoming a practitioner, you'll benefit by this work. You'll benefit by reading these things. Bernard wrote in a way that was just so wonderful and what you're doing to take this out there and put it forward again. Tell us, tell us a little bit of the titles of the ones that you're putting out right now so people can look for them by title. Uh, some of the titles, um, How to Enjoy Better Health with Natural Remedies. Um, uh, my, the title of my book is A Simple Guide to Nutrition, Healthy, healthy Eating, um, Secrets I Can Share With You, uh, one of the booklets, Essential Disorders, Fasting Eliminative Diets, Your Love Life. I think that was kind of funny. He actually did write a sex, love, and nutrition book. Uh, <laughs> wow, on. way ahead of his I time. I, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that was his uh, favorite topic, but he did pretty good with it. Uh, and that's for you, uh, you know, things like that. Um, 
And I'd also a quick shout out to uh, Betty Norland. She did a, uh, the editing for me on those booklets, and I really appreciated that. She wrote a book, Optimal Wellness uh, for the Body, and and uh, she, you know, she's been doing. She's really helped me a lot to format them and get them ready for Kindle and stuff. So with Betty Norland, I really appreciated that. And uh, also, Dalen Anderson, she helped me early on start writing these books and keep me going. So it was something, you know, kind of like encouragement to, to keep going and, and to keep working on it. So I've had a few people helping me along the way, so it's been kind of nice. Well, that's so nice. It, let me ask you this. What is it that is your primary goal and focus in life? What is it that you that drives you much like this drove your grandfather? You know, there's just deep-seated thing with me to help people. Um, and I guess it's just always been in my nature. Um, you know, when I sit down with somebody, uh, I spend two hours with them. I mean, that's, that's usually a minimum. <clears throat> and the whole thing is about just helping them on their journey and where they're going. You know, I, that's, that's my, my, my main thrust. And keeping my grandfather's legacy alive is the, the same thing. It's, I, people just need to know that, you know, about right living. And it amazes me because it's really so simple. I mean, there's just so many simple things. You know, just eating right, uh, meditation, getting your sleep, drinking more water, getting the right supplementation. You know, there's so many just basics. Exercising, stretching is so important, yoga, whatever you want to do. And so that basically I just want to teach people that those basic tenets because I think life gets complicated. People think they don't have time for stuff. So they start, you know, they get on the uh, hamster wheel or start the rat race. They start running. But you know what? It, it, you got to take time for yourself. You got to. I, I mean, love you, that. If, I love that. Well, if you put, whoop. put nice gas in your car, take care of it. You're not, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to put, you know, sugar in your gas tank, right? Right. As, right. Very good. Well, we, we have to go and I want to say thank you for coming and being with us today. And it's been a pleasure having you on the show. And I always ask everybody, what makes your life brighter? Nature, just just going for a hike and being in nature and, and connecting connecting with the, you know, nature on just it's quiet. I, that's that that always makes my life brighter, fills me up. I always feel better. Well, everybody can go to the special outtake on makinglifebrighter.com, and there we continue our conversation on video, and it will be posted to the YouTube page for Making Life Brighter. So thank you for coming and being with us today. Y'all can check it out at JensenHolisticHealth.com. John, thank you. It's really been a pleasure, and thank you for reading my eye. And go jolly, everybody. We'll see you next week with more Russell-J. Colin Gould. For listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.